Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, I know Sats. Satsy's uh, still on holidays. He'll be back uh, February 2. It's the great Gary Belcher. He'll be back in February as well. Guilty. How are you, Wilkes? What do you mean as well? Who else is coming back in? He says he's back in February too. I've, he's back February too. I said. Oh, okay. Not in February too. Oh, stop doing all the gear. God. Early. Save it. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Hello. Uh, particularly those listening through our favourite radio station, Badgerbro. Yeah. Well, Super Radio Network. Uh, no, this I'm talking about Two HD in Newcastle. Yes. Radio. And of course, the SCN Network, uh, eleven seventy in Sydney. SCNQ six ninety three AM in Brizzy. 1620 on the Goldie, SCN track, and, of course, those listening through the SCN app. Uh, how could I forget our listeners on SCN track in Canberra, 1323 AM? Yes. No, Were thank you. You're you right? Thank you. Do I have to do something special for Canberra every night because no. of you? No. Okay. Um, you can get involved anytime, Badge, and we've got a lot of stuff we're going to throw out to you today. 0457 736 736. I know you're hot to trot. Where are you uh, going to start, Wolves? 1300 1170 is our number. And look for TikTok. Look for Badge Sats SCN. Where are we going to start? Well, we thought Eddie Jones becoming the new coach of the Wallabies was the big story yep. today. But what happened later? Um... What did happen? Oh, uh, Jason Kubler won his first round match at the Australian Open. sets. Yep. So, great work, Jason Kubler. He's our new favourite. Uh, 29-year-old Brisbane boy. Well done. Yep. Ranked 86 in the world. Uh, first time he's cracked the, the top 100. Nicknamed Khan. Khan Kubler. Kubler Khan. Kubler Khan, right, okay. Uh, what is the you big know? news, though? No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't trust a word you say. I can't. I don't know. What do you... Come You're on, right? mate. You know what it is. Eddie Jones is gone. They've sacked Dave Rennie. No, Eddie Jones is in. He's Dave gone. Rennie's He's gone. in. Dave yeah. Rennie's gone. No, yeah. it's 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 a disappointing announcement on our behalf. But Nick Kyrgios out of the Australian Open. Yep, gone. Shattered. Gonski. We're all shattered. Looking forward to seeing him play, despite the fact that some people get annoyed by him. We love him, oh, and nothing. we wish Nick was able to play. But what? he's got a very Serious. He's got dicky knee. Hair in his knee. Uh, assist. Yeah. In his knee. Yeah. And he has to go and have surgery. Yeah. So he he would be shattered a bit. He has tried his best efforts to be ready. In fact, yep. even draining the knee and he can he train. He trained last week. And he played that exhibition game. Was it Friday night or Thursday mm. night against uh, the Joker? Yep. Um, Probably shouldn't have. No, well, they wanted to use that as a bit of a warm-up to see how he went. Um, but anyway, he's out of the Australian Open. Just Channel 9 would be filthy, wouldn't they? Yeah. They'd be filthy. Who's the draw cards now? I did hear um, Craig Tiley say this, this is the best field ever. What? 
No, but even before Nick Kyrgios. Before Nick Kyrgios withdrew. Best field ever. It so could be they've right, got some, They have got a lot of great players. I mean, Who's missing? No, just Nick. Oh, Ash. <laughs> Ash Barty. Yes. Naomi Osaka. Oh, God. And But the men's is, oh, Roger Federer. Yeah. Alca- Alcaraz. Yeah, Alcaraz is out. Apart from that, so, oh, Serena Williams. Yep. Apart from them. Retired, yep. Best field. Really? Let's get, hold on great to that field. thought because I know... Uh, our very own Brett Phillips is going to join us in a moment. Just off the back of that Jason Kubler victory. He's a big fan of Jason Kubler. So we'll talk to BP and find out more about this uh, 29-year-old from uh, Brizzy. Um, Timmy Horan, uh, the great Queensland uh, centre for the Wallabies. Him, is there a better centre pairing in Australian rugby history than Jason Little and Tim Horan? No, probably not. What a great player Timmy was. Oh, yeah, outstanding. And he knows about injuries. Almost ripped his knee, his yep. legs apart. His leg apart. And, in, and his knee was absolutely shattered and came back. Yep. Incredibly came back. So, yeah, they did have a great combo, him and Well, Tim will Jason join Little. us. Well, I want to get his opinion on, on Eddie Jones coming back to the uh, yeah. to the Wallabies. What do you think, Badge? What do you, uh, oh, I think it's like great. It? Well, yeah. I, I just think, look, uh, I, I don't know enough about the Wallabies. I, I follow them a bit, but I don't know enough about them technically to know if they were a dead set chance to win the World Cup. But if um, Rugby Australia thinks that they need to make a change, now's the time. Eight months, it's a, a long time. There's still plenty of time for Eddie to do his uh, his stuff with the team and mm. uh, have them in better shape than they're in right now. Um, they decided Dave Rennie, under Dave Rennie, they probably not confident that they were going to be a genuine challenger. So in comes Eddie Jones, whose record is amazing. We did great things with England. I wonder what our listeners think, because I'm sure there's plenty of our listeners that know a lot more about rugby than we do. Uh, what do you think about Eddie Jones coming in, taking over? Interesting time it's, too. Are you shocked? Are you as shocked as everyone else, or did you see this coming? The Wallabies are staying at Century Cove like they always do. They have a little camp there. My kids bumped into some uh, some Wallabies players one day at the sushi place, and they complained that there was none left. The kids did or the Wallabies did? The Wallabies were cleaning out the joint. Oh. It's that I've never seen individuals this big in my life. Yeah, I said, they're, well, they're just the backs. <laughs> we just see the forwards. That's just the staff. That's right. <laughs> That's Dave Rennie. Uh, yeah, he's gone. Very interesting indeed. Can I um, suggest that we stop employing um, overseas coaches? Not having a crack at the Kiwis no, here. I think you are. Uh, overseas coaches to coach our Australian well, who's, sporting who's team. who's coached Australian rugby? Who? Dave Rennie? And oh, Robbie Deans. Robbie Deans. Oh, they're Kiwis. I think you are having a crack at them. No, I just I think surely we can find some greats within Australia. There's one I might consider who, who is, is a Kiwi but spent most of his life in Australia and has played State of Origin Rugby League and, of course, has played Rugby Union for the All Blacks, Brad Thorne. Brad Thorne. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's... And he's coaching in Australia. He's... His heart's in both places. I think he grew up in, in Brisbane for, for a long time. He, you know, I think he landed there when he was, hey, I don't know, young bloke, young kid. Hey, Craig. So he, yeah. he's fine. He's okay. fine. Uh, Barney and the Professor uh, will be joining us there. The, uh, according to the run sheet here, uh, they're the Freddie fill-ins for Joel and Fletch. I think the boys go all right, just quietly. Oh, yeah. I like them. I think they might be hanging on to that job longer than they you think? expected, yeah. Oh, yeah. you said pressure that. on John Fletch. Right, okay. Top seven tonight, bit of a change for the top seven. We usually put it together, but you're putting it together. 
Just because we can't think of anything. And no, that's not true. But oh. this is off the back. This is off the back of what we're just talking about. We want to put together the top seven list of great Australian coaches. Now, actually, in should, any sport, in any sport, should it be Australian coaches? Yep. Or people who have coached Australia from overseas. No, that's a bit narrow. Australian coaches. Yeah. No, no, just let's just do Australian coaches. Of Co- our national sides. Uh, oh, well, of, of any side. No, it's got to be of, national side. It's got to right. be national I'm side. I'm throwing one straight up. Okay. Laurie Lawrence. Motivate, motivator extraordinaire. And, uh, yeah, he brought some of the greats through, didn't he? Yep. Kieran Perkins and uh, the other guy. Uh, and Thorpey? a couple of others. Was he? Was no, he known no. As after, before John before? Seaban. Oh yeah, big upset. Uh, well, the meme machine. Major, major upset. But yeah, he was outstanding. Laurie Lawrence. All right, I'm going to throw up one of your favourites. Right up, straight up. Wayne Bennett. Right up. Great coach. Very good coach. Craig Bellamy. The, Craig Bellamy. But he hasn't, hasn't coached Australia. I don't care. Well, no, you can't change the rules. Oh, it was on. It was your rule. It wasn't mine. I said no. Any coach. Well, what about this? Is a really good segue into SEN's tennis expert, Brett Phillips. Leighton Hewitt. Great Australian coaches. Davis Cup coach. Is that right? Brettie is still the Davis, Cu- uh, Davis Cup coach. She's going to be careful what you say Davis there. Davis Cup, well, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, well, technically, uh, JC's the captain. Okay, so well, he's our captain, yes. Right, okay, yeah. well, that's no good then. Non-playing captain. Little, little How are you, BP? <laughs> good? Oh, cherry ripe, yeah. I'm in the booth, uh, metres away from Rafa. He's in a battle at the moment. Uh, 2-1 in the fourth. Two sets to one. Trying to get it done in four. That would be his preference. Jack Draper's had a little change of outfit. Uh, the big Brit is uh, going toe-to-toe with Nadal. It's great viewing. We anticipated a, a decent match, and we've got one. So, yeah, the next half hour is pretty telling. Jason Kubler's just won through. Yeah, How good, good was that? Ahead. John Kane Arena, just uh, in his hip pocket. He's really embracing, uh, I think, you know, people really taking notice of him now. And the United Cup has done that. Fourth round Wimbledon does that last year. I and mean, any of us who have followed tennis have known about the sublime talent of Jason. I- I'm just wrapped for him. But he's making some money out of the sport. He's injury-free. He's at a career-high 84 coming into today. And, you know, if he's he has got that much talent... That could certainly see him at least third round of each major. And if you're if you're at that point, his ranking comes down to somewhere around that top fifty mark, and that's where he belongs for his talent. So we saw John Millman, who's in a real battle of his own at the moment, just come back, Johnny. I think if there was a roof on Show Court Three, it would have come off. He's just gone to set a piece with Mark Andre Usler. But you know, Millman played his best tennis twenty eight to thirty two, four years inside the top one hundred, and here's Jason at twenty nine. So a little bit of a theme with the Aussie men. Yeah just uh, playing their best um, a little bit later on. Mm. Nick Kyrgios, the big story this afternoon, of course, pulling out. He's got a dicky knee. Um, Big blow for the broadcaster and the Australian Open. Yeah, well, it's not not ideal, is it, uh, Jase? But, look, you know, we're not probably totally surprised. There was always a little bit of... I mean, we, we didn't quite know the extent of the knee. He kept that... Uh, fairly quiet. He's had some knee issues over the past, but yeah, he was training with Thanasi Kokonakis this morning, said he experienced some discomfort in his knee. An MRI showed a little small tear in his lateral meniscus and a cyst, so he's talking about having some arthroscopic surgery. 
uh, back in Canberra, which he'll head back, and then hopefully he wants to be back for Indian Wells at the start of March. So we'll just have to wait and see what the diagnosis is going to look like. I mean, he wouldn't have taken the decision lightly. No doubt he wanted to play the Australian Open. So, yeah, I mean, if you're just talking about star power and what he and Kokonakis did in the doubles last year, but you know, the Australian Open has a great habit of, uh, of finding scripts and storylines and, and there'll be something by the end of it all. I mean, we when we had the whole Djokovic saga last year, we thought, gee, this is a terrible way to start the Australian Open. And then Rafa wins in five, Barty wins the tournament. So, you know, one person doesn't make the tournament, but from a pure Australian point of view, if there's one person that could maybe win the tournament, it's, it's Nick Kyrgios. So I can't necessarily mount a case for the rest of the Aussies. So Nick is out. Um, is there another Aussie storyline you can think of, though? I know you kind of said no, but even in the doubles, um, even, even with maybe Sam Stosa in the doubles in her last um, her last Australian Open? Yep. Well, I mean, I, I think Jason probably now, from a singles point of view, sort of takes a little bit of centre stage. Not forgetting Alex Demonor, of course. I mean, the Demon's going to play tomorrow. I think they've moved his match onto John Kane Arena to replace the Kyrgios match, and He's always been in the shadow of Nick, but, you know, I love the demon. He just puts it all out there. And, you know, he, he is possibly on a collision course with Djokovic uh, come the fourth round. I think the first three rounds he can navigate his way through. So he and, and Kubler are the ones we'll get behind, you know, certainly from a singles point of view. Now for Sam, yeah, I mean, it'd be great to see him have one last great doubles triumph. It's been a terrific career. Uh, not always the best tennis here in Australia, uh, which is, you know, cast probably um, the, the wrong views on her in a sense, not just looking at her total contribution and what she's achieved to the sport. Uh, but let's hope there's you know, one more one more run for a player that I think, whose legacy I think is going to be even bigger post playing tennis. Because our women's tennis cupboard, when you look inside, is really bare. And her and Ash Barty, I think have got a huge role to play here to really guide our next, uh, next crop of youngsters. Nice. Yeah. yeah, well, speaking uh, to Brett Phillips at the moment, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar, Livia Gadecki's win today was absolutely outstanding, BP, good. the young Gold Coaster. Yeah, very good, uh, Jase, mentored by Barty. I remember when I went up to uh, the academy, the National Tennis Academy there in Brisbane, I you know, had 20 minutes with Olivia. hadn't met her before. What a delightful uh, young lady and... She'd had a few injuries last year. 2021 was her best year. Made a huge uh, ending on her ranking, uh, guided by David Taylor, who coached Sam Stowe's when she won that US Open. And her ranking sits about 200. So we've got a lot of girls who have sort of got into that 100 to 200 bracket. And it can become a bit of a graveyard. They they can't get out. Gadecki's a bit younger. Hopefully there's some real upside. But, yeah, she was purely... Emotional. Maybe she was thinking, "Wow, I've just earned one hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars." She, she was surprised sure by that, wasn't she? US. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that makes a difference. Winning one Grand Slam match uh, is absolutely massive for you know players on the fringe. I mean, it sets up your whole year for travel, coaching. Uh, it's a great platform. Nice. Righto, and tonight, um, what can we look forward to? I know, as you said, Milman on court now. Kubler's already won. Uh, Aussies in action or other big games tonight? Yeah, we're going to cover, uh, depending how the next hour goes, but um, certainly from a radio perspective, we're going to cover Milman's match. Uh, Nadal 3-1 up in the fourth against Draper now. Igor Fiontek's due up uh, first up in the night session on RLA, the world number one by the length of the Flemington Straits. So we get to see her 
for the first time. And then Daniil Medvedev will be in action uh, tonight. Uh, from an Aussie perspective, we haven't seen uh, Storm Hunter or Rinky Hidji Carter uh, take the court. So I've got those to cover. So, yeah, there's um, a bit of action going on tonight that we'll have eyes everywhere for. Yeah, Millman's down a break in the third set at the moment. Hopefully he can come back from that. He can catch Brett Phillips. Uh, and SEN's coverage uh, from 7 o'clock tonight for those in New South Wales, 6 o'clock in Queensland. BP, we look forward to it, mate. Two weeks of this, and it's been a drama-packed day one for the Aussies already. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. Pleasure, guys. Thank you. There he is, the best in the business. Brett Phillips uh, right there for, for, for Kia, a pinnacle of engineering. The Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever crafted. Good looking car, too. Beautiful looking car. All right, listen, we're going to have to go to a break, Badge. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to mention uh, off the top? We've got some texts coming uh, through. What about Adam Zampa's idea? Uh, do you see that in the, uh, the, the Melbourne Stars players oh, hit yeah. the roof? Um, in It was in a Melbourne game, wasn't it? So yeah. the rule is you've hit the roof, you get a six. It used to be a dead ball. So players have missed it. It goes straight up in the air, get a six. Zampa's saying, okay, mm. let's split the difference. If we catch it one-handed. Should be out. Like oh, I love one it. One in, one bounce. I like that. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. Don't forget to tell us where you're listening and and what your name is and what are your thoughts on Rennie given the boots and replaced by Eddie Jones as Wallaby's captain today. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. Hey, before we go to break, Craig from Maitland. Can't stand Kyrgios. And in the cricket, Phoebe Litchfield is playing a blinder for Australia against Pakistan. They've just she, won. They've just won by eight wickets on Duckworth mm. Lewis. And she's about, she was uh, 78 or 79 not out. So yeah. wonderful Duckworth knock from her. Duckworth made 13. <laughs> Can I also say, great to see Meg Lenning, uh, Meg, Meg Lenning back. Yes, who may. Oh, she made 67. Yeah, she had a yeah, very good. Uh, so Litchfield ended up uh, 78, not off, uh, uh, not out of 92 balls. So well done to the girls beating Pakistan in that ODI at Allen Border Field. Break time. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, Wallaby Greats, one of the best centres to play the game. Timmy Horan joins us. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to a Badge and Jace here tonight. There's so much sport going on, Badge. Yeah, there is. It's everywhere at the moment. 0457 736 736 is our text number. If you want to get involved in the show, Timmy Horan, the great man himself, will be joining us shortly. Yes. Uh, before I get to a couple of texts, I just want to toss up this one we're going to talk about after the uh, afterwards. Uh, former Manly player Peter Peters reckons the Seagulls should cut Tommy Turbo if his hamstrings fail again. So I want to know what our listeners think about that. I certainly would be uh, – I don't think I'd be rushing to – Why would he be saying that, Tom Well, he's just saying it, you know – they're paying him a lot of money and he's spent a lot of time on the sidelines and you'll have to ask him. I'll, I'll send you his number. Can you one. imagine how that would go down in the peninsula? Well, you know, to he's... To cut one of their own. Yeah, that's right. One of the... And a superstar of the game and a great lad and also, you know, a match winner, a competition. He can win you a comp. He's that good. Okay, we're talking about one hand, uh, if you catch it off the roof, as happened at... Was it Marvel Stadium? Yeah. Um... 
Michael from Dremoyne says, okay, hit the roof, catch it with one hand. I like it. And you can't get out first ball, backyard rules. <laughs> free hit. So we're never going to have a, uh, a yeah. trick. You're going to come out and have a free hit first up. That would be tough, though, More for it? the batsman. It's all for the batsman. It, it is. But, I, I, Badge, I reckon it shouldn't be a six. And I think there's a text on this as well. If it clears the centre area, like the, uh, okay, you know, the inner ring, Mm. If it hits the roof outside the inner ring, then okay, fair, fair. Well, that's fair what Richard enough. says. Yeah, yeah. That, I thought I saw a text there. I reckon that's great. But what's to stop a player in the last over? You need a couple of sixes just to swing the the bat and try and hit the roof. Yeah, I know. But the problem with that is if you don't hit the roof and it comes down, you're out because it, it's going to go up in the air, isn't it? You try and hit well, it over the fence. No different to try gonna, and hit it over the fence. You're not going to get caught. Would it be easier to hit the roof than to hit the fa- hit it a six? No. Or, hit it straight up. Well, they're hitting it with outside edges. Um, all right. Well, why don't we put? Let some uh, someone knows a bit about cricket. Tell us what they think about that. <laughs> uh, coach, great coaches, Rick Charlesworth. That That's that from hurt. Brendan. That hurt. What? Well, clearly, if you're saying they're going to have a swing, try to hit the roof. Well, you, you don't think that's a stupid idea, Badge? I, yes, I do think that's a stupid <laughs> idea. Um, Rugby Australia is getting desperate says Matt from Hunters Hill. It seems that Rennie was the cause of 20 years of RA mismanagement and neglect of grassroots. Good riddance. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Are they, they're not, I don't think they're blaming him for everything. They're just saying, I, I think they're just going, hey, hang on. We think we're more chance of winning the World Cup with Eddie Jones, who's suddenly available, than we are with Dave Rennie. Great coaches. What about Alan Jones? Yep. Yeah, he coached the, uh, the Wobblies, didn't he? Yep. Back in the day. Um, what about and Belmain? What about Steve, uh, Steve Steve Rushman, mate? Our mate does some great impersonations of does he? Alan Jones. We should him on. What about Tim <laughs> Sheens? Oh, there you go. And coached Australia under your rules. Well, that's what I'm the saying. The great yeah, Tim yeah. Sheens. Yes, I don't think you have to have coached your your country, but yeah, talking. Yeah, you, you know, let's who are the great cricket coaches? Bobby Simpson. Yep. Um, John Buchanan. Yeah, John Buchanan. A lot of success. Yep. I know some didn't like. John Buchanan's way. I'm like going to say Warney. Justin Langer. Justin what, Langer. What he did for Australia. But, but what he did was des- amazing. I'm with you. At a desperate time. Yeah. Needed him. I don't know what's going on with Timmy Horan. I think he's uh, having some issues with the phones. Uh, so hopefully we'll get him uh, shortly. Uh, did you say Rick Charlesworth? I did. Terry Venables. That's from Richard from Talabudra. Terry. <laughs> Why are we looking at he's each a, other? He's, he's a isn't coaches in English soccer, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't. I don't follow soccer. We'll save that one for Jack. I oh, coached the Socceroos. Terry Venables. Really? I would have said Gus Hiddick. Gus Hiddick. Gus. Gus Hiddick. Yeah. He's probably our greatest coach. Well, haven't we got Jack in here if we're going to talk about that? 97, 98. Arnie. He coached the Socceroos. Arnie. Yep. Great, Great coaches. Yeah, but didn't do a great job as a Socceroos coach, but doing wonderful things overseas. Jack needs um, – he needs – he's going to put this list together, so he's getting lots of uh, ideas tossed up. Yep. Um, so Terry Venables, former English player. Did he honestly – did he coach Australia? Statsy from Where? Freshwater said this. Peter Peters is just a bitter old fossil who will now spend time taking pot shots at the new management at Manly. Mm. It's about he's entitled to his opinion, though. Uh, he played, everyone is, great yeah. player. He played for the club. 
um, for great commentator. Yeah, great commentator. Uh, it's about time Manly got rid of him and some other people head down on a new path. Turbo won't be going anywhere at Statsy from Freshwater. Obviously, a very passionate uh, Manly supporter. Did we said I've asked you three times now uh, about Rick Charlesworth. What about David from Singapore? This is really interesting. He's saying, um, great to see an Aussie back coaching Australia. If Dave Rennie was so good, he would have been coaching New Zealand. Ouch. Mm. Oh, look, I think we were just on the hunt, weren't we? Was, was he coaching Canterbury, the great... Uh, if so was Robbie Deans at and the Robbie time. Deans. Yeah, well, we were just on the, after the best coach. Not necessarily whether they're a Kiwi or not or from another country. Look at the success that Eddie Jones had as an Aussie. With England. Okay, well, can we and stop poaching Canterbury, uh, well, the Crusaders? No, can we well, stop poaching Crusaders coaches? Why don't coaches? they just try to get the best coach? How long has Eddie Jones signed for? Uh, till the end of 2027. Oh, cool. Wow. So if Eddie Jones doesn't have any success at the World Cup, let's say we fail. Let's say, worst case scenario, we fail. That's the word I was about to finish. We fail oh, to, make, word. to make the quarterfinals. Yes. Um, is that a is that a mistake by Rugby Australia by putting Eddie Jones in there? And can these players adapt to his way of coaching? I think you should ask Tim Horan. Yeah, I think we've got him on the line. Just waiting for the all clear from Jack. But um, I mean, I think eight months is plenty of time. Yes, absolutely it is. But you know, I think I don't think leaving that any longer would have been a great thing. Tim Horan, Wallaby's great, is on the line now. We've got him, Woogie, the great man. Hey, Tim, it's Badge. G'day, boys. Uh, Happy New Year to you and your listeners. Yes. And you. And you too, mate. Thank you. Uh, We we appreciate you joining us uh, tonight on Sports Day. Wow. What a decision this morning by Phil Wall, Dan Herbert and Hamish McLennan to surprise. Was that a bit of a surprise for you this morning? I think it was, Jase. Yeah, I thought uh, my mail was that Dave Rennie was going to continue on till this Rugby World Cup, and then he was leaving after this World Cup to potentially go and coach in Japan. And then I thought Eddie Jones or a new coach would come in on the 1st of November this year. But the Rugby Australia boards decided to move early, and you know Eddie Jones' win record with England's over 70%. Dave Rennie, unfortunately, is low 30s with the Wallabies, and... The difficult part with Dave Rennie, with the Wallabies boys, as you know, we play the All Blacks two or three times a year. We play the Springboks a couple of times. So difficult matches. But, yeah, it's been interesting to see how I feel for Dave Rennie. I think he's leaving a pretty good Wallaby team. Injuries come back with Samu Karevi, etc. And they're a good chance of making a semi-final at the World Cup and maybe going further. Does this mean we're a better chance now under Eddie Jones, uh, given your you know, experience and, and what Eddie can bring to a side? I think, uh, Badge, what Eddie can bring Rugby World Cup-wise. I mean, 2003 World Cup, remember, he obviously coached the Wallabies, then lost to England in the final. Um, what he did with... He was assistant coach of the Springboks in 2007 when, when they won the World Cup. Of course, then with um, England, what he's done in 2019, he beat the All Blacks in the semi-final to take England through to the final of the Rugby World Cup. So in that tournament, I think... He plays a style of game that knockout footy, which wins you test matches. And I think, yeah, I think it's a good opportunity badge for this Wallaby team and also for rugby. I think what he'll bring to the game, he's going to throw some hand grenades and media will jump on it. And he's a character, but he's a very astute coach and works very, very hard. Hey, Tim, do you think there was a turning point for Dave Rennie, like perhaps the, the loss to Italy? 
I, I think so, Jace. I think you're making, and I'm a big fan of Dave Rooney. I think he's done a wonderful job for the Wallabies. I think what what he did do really well was bring the values and the standards back into the gold jersey post the Michael Checker era. And I think that Italian game, making 12, 13 changes, um, probably disrespected Italy a little bit. But also what Dave Rooney was trying to achieve was put some players out there to see how good they were and they didn't stack up. But maybe if you made four to five changes would have been the way to go. Win that test match, you could have won a couple more on that tour. And that's probably was the downfall of Dave Rooney, especially when, when Eddie Jones got sacked from England. That was the that you always knew Eddie Jones was probably going to come home at some stage. What what does Eddie do that's different um, without getting too technical, Tim? And and is eight months long enough for him to make these changes to the way the Wallabies are going to play? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's. If it was a new coach that was had been coaching Super Rugby or from an outsider, Eddie knows the game. He's been around it for a long period of time. He can play a really quick ruck game, which means the ball comes out very quickly so the defence of the opposition don't have a lot of time to align. Um, he spent a lot of time in Japan. That's the way that the Japanese rugby play now uh, because of Eddie Jones's time in Japan. So, um, But he's also got a very physical um, side. I, I think he'll, he'll pick a very big forward pack. Um, where does that leave someone like a Michael Hooper? Maybe Michael Hooper has to come off the bench in the second half and Eddie's got a you know game plan that you know, he's fast but also brutal. And uh, as I mentioned, he he works from 5 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night on his players, on his program and understanding the opposition, but also making sure he gets the best out of every single player. Is, is he got a real tough edge to him? Are the players in for, some of them, in for a bit of a shock, you think, Tim? Oh, I think they are, yep. Yeah, definitely. He's, um, you know, he's got a real edge to him that, you know, if he, he'll play some mind games with some players to get them better. Um, some players will get a big shock fitness-wise, um, but also that hard edge of, if you want to do it, mate, I'm with you, but if you don't, I don't want don't want any part of you in my team. So he's he's ruthless, um, but he's also a very kind person and, and players want to play for him. Is eight months long enough to get us ready for the World Cup? Yeah, I think it is. Jace, yeah, it's, um, as I said, the badge, it's, you know, he's a very experienced coach and you know, it, um, he'll study the Super Rugby. Obviously, four or five months of Super Rugby, all the five Australian franchises. He'll be all over Australia making sure that he's got the team, a squad to get together, especially for those first couple of test matches. We play the Springboks, Argentina, and two test matches against the All Blacks. So there's four test matches before we go to the World Cup, and you play France in Paris two weeks before the first World Cup game. So you've only got five test matches before the Rugby World Cup starts in France. So Eddie will want to be on his game early. Are we going to look back at this, Tim, in, at the end of the, the World Cup and say it was an inspired move by Rugby Australia or it was or it was crazy, it was a panic move they didn't need to make? <laughs> yeah. Get your crystal, crystal ball, ball that, mate. That, so, <laughs> Get um, it out. I think, like, I think success for me personally would be the Wallabies make the semi-final of Rugby World Cup then post that within the next two to three years, you have to win a Bledisloe Cup. We haven't won it for 20 years. And then 2025, you've got to be successful against the British and Irish Lions. They come out here in two years' time, just over two years. You've got to win that series. You you put those three in place, and that's a huge success. Oh, yeah. All righty. One of our uh, regular listeners, Rooster Muzz, wants us to read out a text to you, Timmy, before we let you go. 
Uh, it's the Woogie Badge and Vertically Challenged Jack. I can't speak Tim Horan and Mark Eller as the two best Wallaby backs in my time. And I'd certainly have Tim Horan and Ireland's Brian O'Driscoll as the two centres my world's best 15 of my 50-plus years. Is he saying because you're over 50? I don't know. <laughs> uh, three fantastic blokes to boot. Do you agree with him, Tim? Would you put yourself in that side? <laughs> Well, I wouldn't put myself um, drinking some pints of Guinness with Brian O'Driscoll. I've had one session with Brian O'Driscoll in, in a pub in Dublin, and he had about 10 to my two. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, but you oh, deserve yeah. to be in the same field as him, no doubt at all, Tim. Good on you, mate. Mate, we appreciate it. And, uh, of course, uh, looking forward to what is going to be a very exciting year of rugby for the Wallabies. Catch it on Channel 9 and Stan Sport. That's where you'll see Tim Horan. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, Badge. Thanks, Jace. So, yeah, there you have it. Uh, Tim Horan, the greatest centre to play for the Wallabies. Uh, well, up there with Ella. Mark Ella. Yeah, I know. Michael O'Connor. Jason Little. No, I got him. Oh, well, it was Not actually... Michael like O'Connor played a lot more league, I know. It was the combination, I think, between Horan and Little, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. That's what made... Yeah, okay. So, good for so, so what you're saying, now that Timmy's hung up, you're saying Little carried him. Is that no. what you're saying, Gary Belcher? On the show? Your electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. I'm going to cop it in the ad break. I just got a feeling. We'll be back in a moment. Cop it somewhere. (laughs) We'll get to your text in a moment here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Badge and Jace here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, for expert car service, book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Big news around uh, the Panthers. Stephen Crichton today, Badge. Yeah, uh, has I think he's been granted a release for 2024. So he's going to play this season out with the Panthers and uh, and find... Another club, it seems. I think the Panthers have released a statement to say they offered him a good deal months ago, but um, he decided he wants to uh, to look elsewhere. Geez, I wonder where Tough he's going to go. Which club? I know we're speculating, but geez, which club would benefit most f- from him? Oh, any club. He can play. Very good player. Um, and there'd be, there'd be a bit of a line. We know the Bulldogs. Have, we believe the Bulldogs have been chasing him. I wouldn't be surprised if the Tigers are in the market. They're still. On the hunt, but there'd be plenty of clubs keen to get him. Very, if he very ends up at the player. Roosters, I'll tell you what. They, they've they got three very good fullbacks. They're not going to pay big money for... So he's going to make the switch well. to fullback? I don't know. I don't know, but they've got three very good, well-paid, highly paid outside backs, haven't they, in um, Tedesco and Manu yeah. and Suali'i. Uh, no, that's probably where he won't, won't well, Su- end up. Suali'i is looking for... A- didn't we report that last week that his manager's floating him about a bit? Like he's trying to find a new club. Was that for 2025? I, don't know, I think no. it was 2025. That's, no. I guess that's probably wishful thinking. Oh, no, he as did. He was he a South Junior. He did not take up the option in his contract. That's right. For next year. Is that next year? So I 20, believe so. So yeah. maybe, maybe there is a spot for Crichton. Mm. You never know. Steve from Dubbo's happy that he's leaving the Panthers, Crichton. Hopefully soon he says they'll be cellar dwellers again. Or where they belong. Well, they belong at the top of the comp because they're a fantastic team, club. 171 so. has sent us a text here, by the way, Badge, mm. saying that Wallabies were best when Horan and Herbert were in the centres with Little oh, on Dan the wing. Oh, Dan Herbert. 
good player, Dan. Who Herbert. was a part of the decision making process today about David? He's talking Rennie. about Dan. Anthony Herbert was a very, very good player as well. But so yeah, uh, yes, yeah, good point. There's lots of people want to um, chime in on that. Uh, Rennie is a top coach whose standing of the game is unquestioned. This is from number ending in one two seven. It isn't the coach, fellas. The Wallabies are a joke. Maybe Eddie can help him rediscover it. Here's hoping. Speaking of jokes, Mm. uh, your mate's on the phone. Say hello to him. Hello? (laughs) Who is it? Sats? Hello? Mm. Oh, it's just... Glenn's a joke, is he? Hello, Justin. Hello, Gary. How are we, boys? Going well. Thanks, mate. We're just going to ask your opinion on, uh, on Dave Rennie getting the sack and... Uh, Eddie Jones taking uh, taking over. Yeah, I didn't really have an opinion until I heard about it today. Well, that um, only happened uh, today. You, not not really, not really one way or the other. Okay. Well, so what about what, what about Tom Travojevic? Um, the, the Peter Peters has said if he doesn't get over these hamstring injuries, they probably should cut oh, him can loose. Can we not ask him questions? Well, I thought well, that's well, why he wants to talk about curious. Right he's going over and. He's, Nick Kyrgios, oh, Jack would be very, very disappointed that Nick's out of the Australian Open. Is he talking about our Jack? I don't know. Okay. Is he, is he still well, I'll just, while, you, while he's here, I'll just, there's a text here. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say it was great to hear from Timmy Horan. I actually rang earlier tonight that I was told that I... Michael from Dremoyne, well, we'll just leave him keep going, yeah. says that uh, Manly should keep their faith in Tommy Turbo, just just like the West Tigers did with Absolutely. Benji. Mm. All right. Thanks for your call, Glenn. Chat. Are we, when are we going to ban him? When's it going to happen? Well, you keep taking his calls. I don't. Jack does. And you think it's funny. <laughs> Jack keeps taking his calls. I think he's good value. Jack, I think we should do this. No soup for you. Come back. One year. One year? Oh, you actually gave him a one-year ban. I did. Last year. Jack said his grandma used to work with what? Kyrgios. Is that right? Jack, come in here, please. He's, Jack's got a new haircut today, guys, and we think he's dyed it dark because he, he looks a little bit more pale oh, is today. Timmy Horan back on the line? Why does that say that down there? So what, Timmy Horan's grandmother? No, um, uh, Glenn's grandma. Uh, Glenn's mother used to work with um, Tim Horan. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, it was, it was an interesting story. Great. I'm sorry. I think it was at St. Vincent's Hospital. Ha- no, yeah. his grandmother, Glenn's grandmother, worked with Tim Horan. No, there's there, a bit of an age difference a, going on there. Got, yeah, well, Missing I something. Mean, well, someone who knew Tim Horan. There's an age difference Horan. here, you know what I mean? And I still work with you, isn't there? Glenn's grandson. What? What are you saying? Did you just hear that, Badge? He's calling you old. He's I'm saying not calling you old. You I'm just did. saying there's an age difference there between is. us and we work together. But, yeah, we do. It can but happen. Tell me how old Glenn's grandmother would be. I don't know. I didn't ask. And... And how would she be working with Tim Horan? I don't know. Well, Tim could have been very young. I'm not sure. Knowing Glenn, Tim Horan, her, someone knows someone who knows someone. Oh, no. Maybe. No, I think I've got it wrong. Maybe I think Glenn worked with Tim Horan's mother. That could be it. <laughs> that could be it. There was a very logical explanation that what? was happening. I'm confused. Uh, I'm writing down stuff. I'm taking phone calls. It's all happening. It's chaos. Uh, Richard from <laughs> Talabudra says, hey, Jason, how about Rick Charlesworth? Yeah, right here. We're talking Jack. about. Thanks, Jack. That was Sneak great. Out. I like your new hairdo, mate. It's very nice. Uh, yes, we're talking about great Australian coaches today as well. 
Uh, now that we've got one of the best back at the Wallabies in Eddie Jones, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our text number. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What just happened then, Badge? I, I don't know. I'm I'm getting. I've moved on to another topic. Can one I? hand, one catch off the roof. Oh is yeah, out quickly in cricket. before we go to a break. Uh, we've been talking about that because cap happened a couple of times at Marvel Stadium the other night. They got given a six boys from Stu. Six on the roof is a crock. If it hits the roof, it's caught on the way down. It's out. The rules are joke. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We, I reckon Absolutely catch it one hand. That'll do. Yep, I agree with Stu. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Key. Yes, badge. No, Matt from Hunters Hill, good point. He said, in the first year, they were encouraging players to hit the roof. No one can do it. How good are the new bats? They must be amazing. Oh. Good point. Or well, they've lowered the roof. Spring-loaded. Maybe they've lowered the roof, badge. Or, no, they've raised the ground. The pitch. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, this is Sports Day for Key. Back in a moment. <laughs> The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, 0457 736 736 is our text number. We want to get involved. Don't forget... To tell us where you're from, how you're listening. Uh, by the way, NFL playoffs, wild card playoffs weekend badge. Stream every NFL game this season live on the NFL Game Pass. Visit right. NFLGamePass.com. I know not a big fan, but it's been a massive weekend of playoff games. Still one more to go. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, my Cowboys tomorrow will take on uh, the Buccaneers. Your Cowboys. Well, I support the team. Mm. I don't own them. Everyone knows Jerry Jones. It's Cowboys, but no, I'm looking forward to that. I, I get nervous. We we always lose in the playoffs, so yeah. they'll take on the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay uh, tomorrow, eleven fifteen Queensland time and twelve fifteen New South Wales time. Where are they? Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay. Playing Tom Brady. What? What do you mean? Oh, it's Jack. You know, Jack throws that joke at you. And no, it's not that. It's, it's where where are I know. where are your Buccaneers? Well, I know. I sort of twisted it a bit because yeah, I but... twig. There. This is, some of, this is the some of the quality we come up it with uh, off the air here. Off the air here, Jeez, uh, that was close as well. Here on Sports Day, uh, make sure you uh, check out the next divisional rounds too. They've all been set. You can check that out on the uh, NFL app too. We're getting close, aren't we? A few we, weeks away. We are February twelfth. Yep, February twelfth will have the uh, Super Bowl. It's a week later because uh, they threw in an extra round this year. Um, some stations about to leave us to go to the tennis. Uh, you can still listen via the SEN app, by the way, if you want to keep listening to Sports Day. Although Andy won't be when his badge and slats sick of listening to Woogie the Flog. Plus, his ki- cricket commentary is horrendous. Oh, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Can, have we got any listener prizes, Jack? <laughs> John Millman. Shut up, Jack. John Millman <laughs> is in a tiebreaker in the third set, so we'll keep you updated on that as well. This is Sports Day. Oh, Fans of the Test documentary, Stand yep. By, because we've got Sheldon. Stand By. Did you say Stand By? Stand By. Like it's on stand. No, I wouldn't say that. I thought it was, I thought no. It was clever. <laughs> no, it's because it's on a different streaming Oh, thing. okay. Uh, the co-director, <laughs> Sheldon Wynn. Thanks for doing that, though. He's uh, joining us in just a moment. The new one is out now. We'll have a chat to him in a moment. This is Sports Day.
the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, no Sats. Sats will be back February 2. It's Badge and Jace here tonight. Uh, taking your calls, one 1170 or text us Badge, 0457 736 736. We want to hear, uh, we're putting together a list of the top seven greatest coaches to coach in Australia. Preferably our national team, but yep. we'll allow a little bit of flexibility there. Mm. 0457 736 736. Daniel sauced up uh, the great Bozo, Bob Fulton, um, who said his greatest achievement would have to be the Rugby League World Cup victory in 1995 without Super League aligned players. Yeah, Bozo, yeah, very good coach. I played under him in uh, a couple of um, series. New Zealand 89 and then Ashes Tour, or Kangaroo Tour in 1990. He was fantastic. Um, very, very confident person about his football and, and knows the game. Did that resonate really with the players, well. Badge? So it yeah. made you feel confident? Uh, I felt at first I'd never really been coached by someone who sort of said the, the oppo- we're, we're so much better than and we should smash them. And I'm like, oh, geez, wow. I haven't really looked. But I got it. I got it. Um, yep. I, I was a bit worried because they were fantastic teams we were playing against the um, yep. the English at the time, but um, he was proved right, Bozo. So you yeah, did a good job. I'll, I'll throw up a name that we spoke about off the air this afternoon: basketball, Lindsay Gaze. Yes, Lindsay Gaze. Uh, I'm just trying to think of who um, Brian Curl. I don't remember. I don't think Brian Curl coached the national side. Oh yeah, yeah. Simon Curl, his son played for, for the Bullets and. Pretty sure he went on and played for um, for Australia too. But, yeah, Brian Curl was a great coach. Great success. The Bullets back in the day. But um, Lindsay Gaze, father of Andrew. Yep. Arguably Australia's greatest, greatest ever. player, yep. Barney and the Professor will join us too before the end of the show today. And, of course, our last laugh. And Steve, one of our regulars, has been on the text on 0457 736 736. Oh, and he said, Badge. Keep your comedic gold for the back end of the show. You could be going back to back to back to back to back today. Well, and, I think you just said five. I, I think you've only you've only done well, maybe three. take one off. But yeah. um, I, I'm well. I'm predicting tomorrow night's as well. This is how Badge finished the week for us last Thursday. It was just amazing. Over Christmas, mm. we had lots of family down, and one of my nieces, love lovely girl, but not that clever. She said, "Can I just use your computer?" And she logged in, and. I was sitting there, and I said, you, you jump on. And she's, she's putting a password in, she went, dun, 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 and it just kept going. I go, what? That's a long password. I said, what is it? And she went, it's Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Donald, Goofy, Canberra. I went, what? And she went, yeah, they said it had to have at least char- eight char- characters and one capital. <laughs> there it is. There it is. He's gone back to back to back. Can we just play that tonight again? That's brilliant. Like Scott Sattler, if you're a new listener to this show, welcome. But Scott Sattler, who normally delivers the last laugh, and to be fair, is this hard in saying that he does a poor job at delivering the last laugh? They're not funny. No, I think you... you Badge. You've got to think a set against Sats, and you'd never laugh. Badge. Okay, then... You are way funnier. <laughs> not way by, funnier. A mile, by a mile. Listeners... 
Tell us, 0457 736 736. Do we need to make a change on the last laugh? Does it become Badger's last laugh? You had listeners bagging me while I was on holidays, and now you want everyone to bag sats. Is I this, just flow with the breeze, mate. You just like to drive a wedge. <laughs> Brisbane Heat have won the toss and have elected to bowl against the Melbourne Stars. Not Heat need to win. Uh, they keep a mathematical chance of making the what? Big Bash playoffs. You know, as soon as you say to be a mathematical chance, that means no you're in a lot of trouble. That means you're clutching at straws. Anyway, hopefully they can win. Hey, very shortly, Sheldon Wynn, who is the co-director of The Test Season 2. All episodes are out now on Prime Video. will be uh, joining us shortly. I haven't had the chance to see this yet. There's just been so much stuff going on. If it's anywhere near as good as the first season, and that was groundbreaking. Remember Tim Payne and Justin Langer oh, when, came in? when Langer took over after Sandpaper Gate. Well, this starts off with Tim Payne and Justin Langer leaving. Oh. So it'd be very interesting. It's I'd, like a soap opera, isn't it? <laughs> kind of is. Kind of is. But uh, very interesting to see how that all plays out. Jack, uh, our great producer... Uh, with a beautiful <laughs> haircut today. Uh, You've been giving it to him. I'm not. You I just... asked him. He put a rinse through his hair. We well, no. You said that. You said that. He's had a nice you. haircut. He looks a bit pale, and normally when they do that, they've had a rinse, right? People. My mum yep. used to look pale after she had a rinse. But anyway, going back, <laughs> he says this one's more player focused, rather than the team structure, and you mm. know, it was, it was more about uh, Justin Langer. Right. Uh, in, in season one. So we'll have a chat to Sheldon Wynn in just a moment. More of your text coming through. Great coaches badge. Uh, yes, we just read out about – oh, Bob Simpson coached the uh, the Australian cricket side, of course, and handled the media. AB just captained the team to great success and got Australian cricket back to the top. Between them, they did a magnificent job. Andrew, good on you, mates. Thanks for that. Um, is that all? Uh, as far as national coaches go, it's hard to go past the late and great Bob Bozo, uh, Bozo Fulton. You said that yeah, one? Yeah, just He's did that great. one. Yeah, okay, that was from We ben haven't from set Prairie straight Road. about uh, Stephen Crichton from, by Daniel uh, that he's, in fact, he's not off. Uh, he's, he's not been released. He's actually off, off contract. contract. Um, no, you've been corrected. I didn't there you go. That. So all signs are pointing to Belmore, but the Dolphins have a war chest. Could he be the marquee signing, Daniel? Good call. Mm. Good call. If they got a full, oh, I'd be well, surprised. Tessie knew at fullback, don't they? Uh, and well, Jermaine DeSarco there, there. But look, I'd be surprised if they don't, uh, if they're not interested. They they need talented, especially backs. They've got a very strong forward pack. They need, I think, they need some backs and some strike players outside backs. I'd be, uh, yeah, I think they'll have a go. This is starting to work out, Badge. I suppose you could put this together with any club. But Tessie knew only. Remember, we said last week he's only signed a one-year deal with the Dolphins. Unusual. Hmm. So maybe he's going to fill that spot and maybe Stephen Crichton could be the Dolphins' uh, number one in 2024. Yes, exactly. Did you listen to all that? No, because I just saw we've got Sheldon on the line. <laughs> we have the co-director <laughs> of the Test Season 2, which you can see now on Prime Video, Sheldon Wynn joining us on Sports Day. G'day, Sheldon. How you going, guys? Mate, we're good. We're good. Jeez, this has snuck up. All the episodes are, are out now. Um, and, and different to season number one. Season number one was about... Well, there's some different people. Well, I know that, but the, it was about... The, the captain and the coach are both gone. But it's, it was, a yeah, so it was about their arrival. Now they're gone. It's about their departure and all. So and why more, are you surprised it's different, Woogie? <laughs> and more about the players. Sheldon, this is my night every night. 
Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It, what, what, what a season. What a season for you guys. Plenty going on in Australian cricket. Absolutely plenty going on. But like you said, very different in how the formation of the team is at the time that we're picking up this particular story. So we're really fortunate that, uh, you know, we'd explored certain things in season one that we're able to come into season two and kind of have a really different take on it. But at the same time that you've got still the Ashes with some remarkable individual performances, you've got the Pakistan tour and the Sri Lankan tour. So hopefully viewers can watch it and feel they're getting something a little bit different out of every episode. Sheldon, you've got, have you got full access, you guys? Are you, you're, you're everywhere, you're, you're seeing stuff, I know from the first doco, but are we seeing stuff that we would never have been uh, privileged to see before? Absolutely, and I think you, you see that in terms of the fact that we, we wander through the rooms and we get to see whatever's happening at the time. But also that the team's been kind enough to open their doors so that we can actually see a little bit more behind the scenes of their lives off the field as well. So uh, hopefully that kind of blend is something that people enjoy. Um, it is a very different team this year. So the expectations about what we're going to see in the change rooms is a little bit different. Um, but I think it definitely means that uh, Australian fans can see what their team is like in terms of their, their temperament um, now now that they're doing so well. And and some people have been judgmental, bloke sitting across from me, uh, very judgmental of Paddy Cummins. Are we going to get a good look or a good insight into what makes uh, the new captain tick? I certainly hope so. I mean, I think people have got to take into consideration that he, he's new at this particular role and he got thrown in without much time and he's been very gracious to us and he uh, he really had to shoulder some of the, the big kind of storylines within this particular series and um, I think I think he's a really charismatic and um, engaging fella is and it, a hell of a bowler. Is it true he used to go around and turn all the light switches off? You know, he doesn't love electricity, uh, Sheldon, is that true? <laughs> Well, I can't necessarily speak to that. Um, perhaps uh, I'll have to look back at the footage to see if there's anything there. It was a bad joke. There. It was a horrible it was joke. A poor joke. Speak, <laughs> speaking of captains, we're all surprised. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go. No, I was, we're all surprised when Tim Payne was left at that press conference by himself and stood down as Australian skipper. And we've, there's been plenty of discussion about it, how he's cleared years before of any wrongdoing, et cetera, et cetera. How did the team, how did the players take Tim Payne stepping down as captain? And was he a popular captain? I certainly heard some uh, very glowing things about Tim, and I think we've highlighted some of them. I mean, we, we don't get to kind of have every single person comment on uh, every single topic, but there were some really glowing things about Tim and, and I personally worked on the first series and I got to see firsthand just how um, great a people person he was and what he did to bring the team together. Uh, but I think also it's an interesting thing about cricket is you see that um, the team kind of must go on. Um, mm. That's just the nature of cricket. One person comes out, someone else comes in. It's a, it's a kind of strange sport in that sense. Um, and what about Andrew McDonald? I believe that people will be surprised about his personality in this in this series. 
I certainly think that he's a very um, calm, obviously very smart operator. We chose not to focus on him as much. It certainly is the player's story this time around. And the fact that he joins on as acting head coach in Pakistan and then only head coach in Sri Lanka. I think there's there's room for more digging about Andrew, but I think that uh, underneath it is a, is a very fascinating cricketing brain. How weird is Marnus Labuschagne? <laughs> oh, it's amazing how weird he is, isn't it? <laughs> like, he, I could just watch him hours on end, I reckon. And we've made sure that we've shared the best stuff with the viewers, but all the time there's just little beats and moments as we're going through all that footage we shoot and just going, oh, this guy's just a... This is just a gift to entertainment. <laughs> There's so many good docos around on sport, um, and and you guys are you know right in amongst that. Why why is cricket is cricket one of the most suitable sports for these for this sort of stuff? Yeah, I think it uh, it has some things that really lend itself to this kind of storytelling. But we've also got challenges as well. I mean, we, we obviously get through games very quickly and I've worked on sports documentaries for several different sports. And trying to get through five days of cricket, which is split up into four innings, is kind of a tricky little um, process. Uh, fortunately for us, probably individual performances became more what this particular series was about. And so it wasn't as much of a challenge as it has been in the past because we really focused down on what people were able to achieve. Yeah, right. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, It is the test season two. Co-director Sheldon Wynn, look forward to seeing this on Prime Video. And boy, haven't you got some stuff coming up ahead of you as well? You've got an Indian tour and then an Ashes in England against Bazball's team. And it's going to be... That's going to be another great series for you as well. I'm sure you're going again, right? Can't confirm or deny, but it sounds like a great series for you, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Be outstanding. Uh, All right, Sheldon. Thanks for your time tonight on Sports Day, mate. Can't wait to see it on Prime Video. Thanks so much for having us, guys. No worries. There you have it, Sheldon Win, the uh, co-director of the uh, the Test season two. The, look, if it's anything like season one, badge, oh, it'll be outstanding. It's a win-win for everyone. Absolutely. This is Sports Day, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. Uh, coming up real soon, it's our top seven greatest Australian coaches. We're about to put together that top seven list. If you've got a late nomination, shoot it through now, 0457 736 736. And we'll get to that in a moment. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Now on Sports Day, the top seven as voted by you. Yes, as voted by you on 0457 736 736 tonight, Badge. The greatest Aussie coaches of all time. And it's been a bit of a um, it's been a tough one, this one. It is, because we were looking at so many sports and uh, such a range of uh, 
coaches and slash managers, if you oh no captains, if you take into account uh, Leighton Hewitt. Captain coach. Well, he didn't make the list because he's not a he's not a coach. Right, he he's just a captain. Okay. Well, he's not coaching those tennis players, mm. and that's fair enough. Was this Jack's list? No, it's by our listeners. Oh, okay. That's the whole concept of the thing. All right. We've been doing it for about a month now. Well, you've been away, haven't you? All right, radio. So let's kick it off. Our listeners have voted at number seven badge and the greatest Australian Oos. coaches. Goose. Yeah. Idink. Goose. Idink. Uh. The greatest Dutch coach of all time. To coach Australia. To coach Australia. Wasn't he involved in, in the last sport. World Cup as well, wasn't he? Yes. Played a bit of an assistant role, didn't he? It was just, there's a late nomination here from Steve from Dubbo, Johnny Lewis. Trainer, coach. Absolutely, oh. my old mate Johnny Lewis. Oh, badge. Can we throw him in somewhere? Yeah, Goose, you're out. No, okay. <laughs> Johnny's late in. Johnny's in. Geez, we're easily Goose out, swayed, Johnny we? in. All right, well done, Johnny Lewis. You've just scraped Who's in. Who's at number six, Woogie, from, according well, to you? One of your great. No, it's by the listeners. No, you Not want me. a display. That No one voted for him. Mate. Yes, oh, here we did. go. Mate. Number ending in 003 says top seven coaches, Mal Meninga, John seven. Bertrand, Alan Border. Well, Alan Border wasn't really a coach, was he? He, he didn't coach captain. at all. He was captain. Yeah. Uh, Mal Meninga made the list at number six, not just because of what he's done as an Australian coach, but yep. what did you win? You Queenslanders won about two Origin series in a row, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, something like that. When he was coach? Yeah, close. Yeah, so nine he's, out of ten. He, all right. He's um, claiming the number six spot. Number five. John Bertrand. He was, that was He's not a coach, too. mate. What was he? Uh, Team skipper. leader. Skipper. Laurie Lawrence. Coach of yeah. uh, a lot of the great Australian swimmers and swimming teams and outstanding. Yours next number. Stephen number Cottrell. Oh, not Stephen Cottrell. What's his, uh, what's his name? Um, Dennis Cottrell would be unlucky not to make that list, wouldn't he? Yes. Well, yeah. He's doing an amazing job. He, we no, just know the other bloke. Uh, number four, Wayne Bennett. He makes the list. Hello. Hello. At Craig. number four. Well, see, Craig Bellamy, you know, for mine, he's right up there with him and Jack Gibson and all those blokes. And this number 127 says Sheens, Johnny Lewis, Forbes, Carlisle. Gee, there's a lot flowing in now. Mm. The best right. coach ever is whoever coached Steve Bradbury. Michael from <laughs> Des Moines. <laughs> yeah, good um, number three. Bozo Fulton at number three uh, has made the list. Tim Sheens at number two. Uh, yeah, the great Sheensy, who's yep. now back in charge of the Tigers. And Bobby Simpson. Number one. Who was, uh, I, I think... Would be fair to say the original yeah, the first. cricket coach. Yep. yep. Uh, after you know a hundred years of just having a captain who sort of uh, made all the big decisions, they brought a coach in, and um, it wasn't that far off the back of his comeback, was it? He came mm. back into their system, Super League, whatever they had at the time. He um, but he World he, Series cricket. He came back. He helped Alan Border out greatly as well. Bobby Absolutely. Simpson. What a team. And he took on the media and all those sorts of things. He could just focus on being the captain of the side. So, well done. Bobby Simpson is voted by you. Our number one greatest Aussie coach of all time. What do you think of the list? Uh, Gus out. A few holes in it. At the last minute. And Johnny Lewis in there. Johnny Lewis. At number seven. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like that too. Right, yeah. Gus, you get – well, he gets a special mention. He can go at number eight uh, on tonight's top seven. Top ten. In, well, our, we're not doing in our Dutch ten. list next hey, week. Updated score in the uh, the Big Bash tonight after 2.2 overs. The Stars, none for 19. Make that one for 19. Lisa just timing. picks up a wicket. Yeah, it was very, very good indeed. Uh, the Brisbane Heat 
uh, won the toss and decided to have a bowl. Break time. This is sports day. Oh, by the way, Millman, just quickly, he's up 4-2 in the fourth set. And he's currently trailing, is it two sets to one at the moment? So uh, he's hitting back. He's got a break in the fourth set. That's uh, Millman up 4-2. We'll get the latest on that, hopefully, before we pack up for the night. But when we come back, Barney and the Professor on the way next. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Ah, yes, welcome back to it. Uh, Monday night, we normally catch up with the boys from the run home. Joel and Fletch, they're still on holidays, but Barney and Professor... Uh, joining us. G'day, boys. Bit of tennis news around. Curios. Yeah. I'm happy. It's really sad. Isn't so, it? are you you're an anti Curios man? Oh, I can't stand him. Can't stand yeah. him. I'm pro Curios, I have to say. Why? Well, because tennis for the last 10 years has been pretty boring. Only the last 10? 10 years with Fedra, Nadal. Yeah, they're pretty boring. Oh, oh sorry, you really? watch it for the tennis. I don't oh, watch yeah. it. Yeah, oh, you watch it for the brats. <laughs> sorry, I don't do the brat thing. I'm he like, likes oh. the blow-ups. I do. Uh, I like when people are going off at their coaches' boxes, the rackets getting smashed. I, I think he's good for tennis. <laughs> oh, no? Please. Disgust, oh, everybody. No? Really? What's he, what's he done? I mean, like, seriously. It's the only thing we agree on, Woogie. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, just, I don't know. They're, they're, oh, if that's what you need to make tennis interesting, I'm not watching. Honestly. Well, sadly, that is the case. I don't think people are watching tennis. What's no, going to happen now, the... though? Like Channel Nine must be going. Oh, are you serious? I said to Badge. To... Sorry, yeah. I was going to say I said to Badge. They'll put the tennis on Gem, and they'll bring forward Married at First Sight. You watch tomorrow night. We'll see that start. Ooh, that's, that's a, a huge call. Mm. Huge call. <laughs> yeah, man, they're going to miss. It. Like, I think I'm thinking maybe there's no knee injury at all. He's seen, I don't know if you saw news.com dobbed on him to the police for not wearing a helmet on one of the scooters. And uh, you know what happened? There was a guy who didn't get, uh, didn't get a vaccine last year and he got, he got kicked out of the country. Maybe oh. Nick's scared of what the Victorians are going to do to him. Oh, yeah. yeah, possibly. So yeah, are you like guys it. pro Djokovic? Let me ask you that. If you oh, don't please. like Nick, do you like the Joker? <laughs> I don't mind the Joker. Badge hates the Joker. Can't I'm with you, Badge. I hate the Joker. Only because he, yeah, because he's full of it. You didn't yeah, like him before well, last he, year, though, did you? He, it was just a no, no. Is there anyone you like badge yeah. in tennis? Yeah, like Ash, pr- no, Ash playing Barbie, now. She's retired. No, yeah. I, I love him to Dale. Yeah, yeah. You got Bedra, if he was still fun. playing, yeah. I, I'd love those guys that carry themselves well with mm. dig, dignity. Just rich and play. Prats, mate. That's They're not they rich prats. They are. You reckon Fedra acts like that, Nadal? Yeah, Federer told an amazing story on Jimmy Fallon or something recently. I don't know if you've heard where he, in the off season, tried to get into Wimbledon, yeah, and the security guard wouldn't let him. Did you hear this story? No. Yeah, and so the security guards, he said, "Oh, I'm a member of the Wimbledon Tennis Club," and the security guard said to him, "Oh, have you got your have you got your badge? Because they have to carry a badge around." He said, "Oh, oh no, I don't have my badge with me." And he said, "Oh, well, unless you've won one of these, you can't get in." And then he was like. Uh, like really awkwardly said, uh, I've won eight of them. Wow. <laughs> and then the security guard didn't believe him, so he ended up having to – his manager got, took him around the back and snuck him in to, to a spot where somebody knew who Roger Federer was at Wimbledon. But the way he t- – he sounds so and, humble. And, and he so said he great. saw the other – Yes. The guard. That he yeah. first, and he felt like going, 
Then, uh, but no, he didn't. He just he said did. he just walked straight well, past. Badge, that reminds me of the time Scott Sattler couldn't get into Panthers. And he said to the bloke, I built this place. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know who that's I am? My picture that's my true story. True story. That's couldn't my, get into Panthers. That's me up there making that tackle. Yeah. You're sure fine. you've done that. Have you done that before, Badge? Have you ever? Oh, please. Down at Bruce Stadium? Or? I don't have to. I've still got a poker many... machine down there. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk How in and empty it. i got the keys. I'd walk in and empty it out. 30-year <laughs> deal. How many had Scott Jeez, Sattler had that he couldn't get into Panthers? Because that place, I mean, I've seen some real wrecks get in there. Holy <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, he must have been off chops, eh? Mate, they would have known exactly who he was. They would have said, no, no, mate, you're not coming in. You have it. Now, uh, Eddie Jones has taken Dave Rennie's job. What do you reckon, William? lads? You guys are more rugby than us. Uh, I'm, I'm pro. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like the way it's been done. I think that you should have, you know... I think Dave Rennie should have had the opportunity to take him to the World Cup. The whole thing's been... Do you reckon if he was still in charge that they would be a dead set chance of making the final at least, (laughs) Dave Rennie? Or from a rugby point of view, have they done the right thing by putting Eddie in? I think from a rugby point of view, they've probably done the right thing. There's just too many... Losing in too many close games uh, as they sort of have, which sort of would, to me, like strikes me is that when the pressure's on which it's going to be in a World Cup, mm. especially once you get to the pointy end of it, that, that's, when they, that's when they seem to fail. And then one game after that when they get absolutely flogged because we thought they were almost going to be good. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I've always said that the Rugby Australia needs to take some pointers from Rugby League and the way they're treating these coaches, it's very Rugby League, isn't it? Yeah. You just ax them on a whim. You bring some other bloke in that you've had a bit of a chat to earlier in the year. <laughs> I, I, I think it's I, – I think it should work. I mean, Gibbo, you're Mr. Rugby Union. You tell all of us. What do you think? Is this a good thing for the Wallabies? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. I think going into a, it's a pretty important next four years in Australian rugby. There's a British and Irish Lions tour. There's a home World Cup. Eddie Jones, I feel like, will get the best out of all the players. And there are good players there. We saw that last year because there were 50 players used. Depth is quite good in Australian rugby. I think, I think it's a good decision. I just feel for Dave Rennie. But, hey, it's a World Cup year. We'll get to a semi. Can we stop hiring Kiwis? Have we not learnt our lesson? As yeah. in, are you yeah. talking about Gibbo? Or are you yeah. talking about <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. My mic wasn't on at the start of the show. I mean, admittedly, that was my fault, but Gibbo didn't do anything about it. Yeah. But no, no more Kiwi rugby, Australian rugby coaches. Let's just give that a, let's just give that a miss now. Okay. We need to find oh, yeah. our own. Yeah, Robbie Deans didn't work. Would we make an exception for, uh, for Brad Thorne, though? Like, he's gone both ways. Oh, okay, one more. Oh, gosh, played man. a lot in and grew up in, in Brisbane and played a lot, a lot of league as well as you. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, one more's okay. He's not a kid. He's all right. He's, he's a bit he's, of both. Okay. That's all right. All right uh, now, Stephen Crichton got his release from the Panthers. Where is he going? Is that, what is have that you heard? Not immediately, though. Is that for 2024? He's playing yeah. this year. Is he playing this yeah. year out? He's playing, he's this, playing year, this year. Yeah. Don't the fans love that, knowing a bloke's playing a full season, yeah, not committed to the club? It's a really it's a really bad look, isn't it? Re- so they've that got means, to change that system. So that means he's done a deal to. with another club, right, already? No. Well, why would you leave not knowing where you're going? It was a very so good question. The, yeah, what's happening? <laughs> We're all kind of expecting him to go to the Bulldogs, yeah. aren't yeah. we? We keep hearing, but there might be well, other Well, we call players. them Panthers B. He's going to Panthers, Panthers B. Panthers <laughs> <laughs> B. Tigers are very active. There'd be, actually, there'd be a lot of clubs keen on him. But you wouldn't leave the Panthers to go to the Tigers, would you? I bet you it's the bloody roosters. I bet you it's that. But but see, he might he might have been the Panthers. Of course, the squeeze is on financially because they've just got so many gun young players that have all 
matured in the last few years. They've won two comps, and they, they can't all pay him extra money. Yeah, so but, someone has mm. to leave, and I think he's just gone, well, I'm not going to take the – I can't take the, who knows, 400 grand when – Anymore when someone else, I mean, I'm getting offers around 700. Well, who's got well, money? Well, which clubs have got money then? Well, we read the Bulldogs. For 24, it might be a few. Reckon they've got 900 grand for him. Wow. Wow. Which, is he worth 900 grand, Crichton? Be, uh, Inflation. Is he a fullback? Uh, yeah. Depends, depends what this uh, new CBA is. You've got to be a mat. You, you got to be a comp. You've got to be winning comps for your team or winning big games for your team on 900 grand. I just. Mm. I don't know. Everything's gone up a little bit, though, hasn't it, too? So maybe that's the old 800 grand because the salary cap's gone up. That's big money, though. Mm. Well, maybe, he's been, maybe he has been promised the fullback spot uh, somewhere. He is 22. He's got to think of his future. I mean, come on. He's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <laughs> well, a centre can't be paid the, 900 grand. No, no. He's, he must be playing. They're also a little – maybe the Panthers are a bit of a, victims of their own success because he's now won two comps. If, if they hadn't won and they're on the cusp, you go, no, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay because something big's happening. But he's won two comps. At, what is he, 22? Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's well, there's every chance it'll be three, let's face it. If he walks away winning three in a row. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Which had been, was that last, he would have played in the last four grand finals. Won two premierships. He hasn't played rep footy. Has he had a season without a grand final 20, yeah. appearance? He's not, maybe he's that's why he wants to go to the Tigers. I'm sick of playing. The season's too long. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of playing these finals. <laughs> Tigers, uh, they, they're looking all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the Knights? Could you see them at the Knights? Yeah, well, they've got money, haven't they? They've got a bit of spare money in the cap. You, aren't you boys Knights supporters? Is that you guys? I'm or? a I'm a Seagulls man, but Barney's a hopeless Knights supporter. Mm. Did you mean he supports the hopeless Knights? Or sorry, he's yeah, a hopeless I, supporter I, of sorry, the Knights? I, I read that off the run sheet. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Bloody Brooksy. Got it the wrong way around. Well played. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Is there any hope for the Knights? Come on, Badge, you're the lead expert here. I don't even on, know who's mate. playing for him this year. Yeah, there you go. I haven't looked. Caelan Potter, does that mate. tell you? <laughs> Caelan will play the, play the first four well, games. Yeah. Stop. Oh, um, there's some hope. Well, we've got a rookie. <laughs> I'm not going to make any bold predictions. Caelan's <laughs> so, going to six, right, Badge? And who's the rookie? Or who's, the, who's the fullback they've recruited? Oh, uh, from, um, from Cronulla. Yeah, uh, Lachlan um, Miller. Miller. Is he Miller. any good? Lachlan Miller. Yeah, he looks good? good. Looks good. He's a small guy, rugby union background. Um, well, he played rugby in the sevens, and I maybe had a league background before that. But, yeah, he looks the goods. Okay. He'll have a go. All right. What about yeah. uh, Tommy Turbo? Top, top 14. I've got my oh. Knights. <laughs> top 14. Top 14. <laughs> top 14. <laughs> That's not bad. It's an expanded comp. We'll We're expanding, <laughs> the, expanding the finals this year. <laughs> uh, Tommy Turbo in Philly, boys. Is it going to work? Should, Peter Peters is calling for, for them to oh. turf him. What do you think? Oh, look, I reckon even if he came back and tore his hammy and missed half the year, I, don't, I, I couldn't see him letting him go. No. He's, he's got a lot of good footy ahead of him, and hopefully he can get over it. I did, I did tell, I think I was telling Sats recently about Laurie Daly. He had some serious hamstring problems early in his career. He played the back end of his career never really going past like 80 or 90% speed just because he was worried about those hamstrings going. And he... You know, he was super quick, oh, still playing dominated. in the centres and dominated. And But he, he had to be really careful, and yeah, Tommy might be in the same boat. And maybe that suggestion that he doesn't play fullback is is not a bad one. Where would you play you him? You wind up from the back there a fair bit. Oh, I could play any. You saw what he, the damage he did on the wing for New yeah. South Wales. Put him in the centres, yep. roaming around. Mm. Play him anywhere. Just put centers. a jersey Crying on him. fullback. Oh, there you go. Oh, there Crying you go. Fullback. We've solved that one. Who's this yeah, Bill I, Knowles bloke, though? 
Where's he come from? He's a hamstring whisperer. Yeah, yeah. Bad, <laughs> did you ever get any of your inju- injuries whispered at, mate? No. <laughs> No, no. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I, oh, I had a knee. I had a knee Rico. Um, but no, no, no whispers, no trips to US, nothing special. Just he's cleaning up. Do this your bloke, best, whoever he is. I yeah, but, convincing the whole of Australia he can fix hamstrings. Well, look at how Latrell came back last year. Yeah, he was in great nick, and and I and he, I don't know. Did it coincide with him maturing as a person and and, and a player, or was that all part of it? Hit that, that trip over there that. Opened his eyes a bit to, um, you know, to to the great professionalism that they have over yeah. there. Well, maybe it's more than just medical. Maybe it's spiritual as well. Oh, maybe yeah. he takes them on yes. a journey. Yeah. We read there's 20 rehabs rehab sessions in two weeks, so maybe some of those are, I don't know, earthing, just whispering in the ears, whispering, earthing. Maybe. Hey boys, we've got a we've got an exclusive for you. Badger's got a great Tommy Turbo joke. What? Oh, oh, this will be good. Which one? You know the one you read to me off the no, air before? No, the boys, the boys saw it too. They've already oh, seen did it. They? they probably read it on the air. No, we didn't About read the it Kleenex. The oh, you've oh, just given yes. it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very good, Sorry. wasn't it? Badger's yeah. very proud of himself. It is I'd the said worst to him, joke I'm, ever. I'm reading this. It's been sent in by a listener. Oh, I didn't hear that bit. <laughs> oh, of course you didn't. You don't hear much of what I say. Well, you got to tell people the joke now, Badge. They've already, your boys have already said it, haven't you? Yeah, but yeah, no, you, I can't find it. When Tommy arrived at Bill Knowles' yes. place, yes. bit of concern, Manly fans, because he slipped on um, a Kleenex. Oh, did he? Um, box. Oh. So, but don't be too concerned. At this stage, it's just a soft tissue injury. There it is, folks. Hey, we've good. jumped the shark. <laughs> you made a, me a, say that again. What a great two-hander that you two. It was yeah. like Laurel and Hardy then listening yeah. to that. That was hey, very good. Yeah. Speaking of show business, boys. Yeah. Now Molly Meldrum, I, uh, I don't know if you saw, got up on stage uh, last night at um, Elton John, and uh, well, he, he mooned the crowd. And uh, no. Yeah, he did. Yes. He dropped. Oh, mate, look it up. It is. You know what? Even if you're not feeling great about how your derriere looks, um, <laughs> yeah. Molly will. Oh, that's man, right. Man. He got his. He got his crocodile rocks out. He did. He did. He did. And... He had his candle in the wind. If you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the crowd cheered. The crowd they cheered. Man, they loved Molly's it. Dropped his they, love, they love him down there. But that's what we're we're talking about because Elton's coming to Sydney uh, for two nights and then he's heading to Brisbane. He's not so going to moon the crowd, is he? Who's gonna Who's gonna moon no. the crowd for in Brisbane? Who could get? Would Would Wally get up there? King Wally? Could we see him get up and maybe? Ah, uh, but uh, I reckon if had a had a couple of drinks, Alfie might. Oh, definitely. Oh, Alfie, oh, short odds. <laughs> he uh, is. Oh, mate. Short odds. Come I on. get it. Oh, hey. yeah. oh I do not even mean that. <laughs> Sorry, Alfie, if you're listening. Um, who in Sydney though? Who would be Who would be dropping their pants? Yeah. Fletch. Oh, who won't? Yeah. Is Fletch. Fletch, what area where is Fletch? Is, yeah, Fletch, Fletch is a chance. He's an Elton John fan. I, know I think that. he'd probably turn up nude. He wouldn't. Yeah, well, wouldn't have to drop anything. He does like getting nude. So does Hindy. Dear God. Maybe. Well, he's doing two nights in Sydney. Maybe we're going to have Hindy one night and Fletch hey, the other. And there there's your first episode for Matty's show. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Fantastic. <laughs> what about New Zealand? He's he's going there as well. Who in New Zealand would? God. You threw up Stacey Jones. I'd love to see Stacey Jones get up. I think it might be Dave Rennie. He'll just have got back home. He'll be fine, drunk. He's going, get that up, here's Australia. (laughs) The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, our last segment for tonight. Welcome back to a time for the weather for New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Griffith on SCN 90.3.
Uh, birthplace of Yvonne Goolagong Corley, yes. Uh, for your Thursday, a uh, Tuesday, top of 38. 38! 38 tomorrow. Wow. Uh, mostly sunny day with a low of 21 overnight. New Farm's products are formulate with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, looking forward to tomorrow night, Badge, before we get into the last blast. Uh, your good mates uh, and former teammate Ricky Stewart. Uh, joining um, us on the show as you go one-on-one. Not one. so sure now. What would he mean? Well, he just texted me. He didn't make our list of top seven Aussie coaches. Does he ever coach Australia? Yes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, how would you say that went? I'd say, um, can we update our list, Jack? Absolutely. The right. finalised <laughs> list. Now that we've got a new Johnny text Johnny Lewis is out. I'm working on him anyway. Johnny but it, Mel's he, out. Do, do you Ricky's count? Bad. Do you count it when people nominate themselves, Badge? No, no. He just, I, you know. Anyway, I think we just should change our list. That's all I'm saying. Right, yeah. Live score on the Big Bash. Uh, stars two for forty-one off seven point three overs. Webster six not out. Rogers twenty not out in the tennis. How exciting is this? John Millman's gone into a fifth set in his match. He's fought back from two sets to one. Down, so he's he's certainly uh, in this game, and I've lost it off my screen. Who's, he, who's the other guy? Who's he I, I'm trying to find it on my screen. He's now. playing a non-Aussie. Yeah, he's playing a uh, Mark Andrea Husler from Switzerland. Yes, uh, it's one 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 game all on the fifth set at the moment. Uh, two one up to Milman. Oh, Ooh. is it on yes. serve or is it a break? Uh, he is not on serve, so oh, yes. it says a break. It's a break. Well, beauty. Nice one. Uh, also, um. Just as an update, uh, Rinky Hijikata, who's the other Australian, is currently uh, two sets down uh, to Yannick Hanfman uh, and is uh, – but three, two up in the third. So here we go. What? Be careful. You want to stay on radio, Jack. That's Yannick right, Hanfman. Jack. All right, Jack, don't try. <laughs> don't do it again. Don't try it again. What's going no, on? No, they are on serve, by the way. It's not a break. It's 2-1. Useless serving now. So, uh, what, mate, soccer, there's some football news around. Sam Kerr informed this morning for Chelsea. Beautiful header. Yeah. To give them the win. When's she going to win the Golden Ball? Well, she's Ballon won the, the Ballon d'Or. It's still a robbery house. She's never won it. But she definitely will. She definitely will. And uh, look, this could be the year in terms of she's doing really well for Chelsea, scoring over the place. And if she has a big World Cup, you'd hope. Can someone explain to me why the Knights are reportedly at risk of losing uh, UK player Dominic Young? Uh, because the Rabbitohs are chasing him hard. Good. Yep. That's one of His contract that. ends at the end of this year, I'm reading. So that means he's free to negotiate with clubs. Yeah, apparently um, him and Sam Burgess have met a couple of times in Byron and the Gold Coast and a few places. Right. Um, but, yeah, he, he had a great World Cup, didn't he? Mm. For the UK. Very good player. Very He's good got player. better and better over the last few years. What would you make of that? We spoke about just before, Dave Warner and Matthew Wade. That's nothing. nothing. A bit of push and shove. Look, you know what's done? It's got the big bash in the news today. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, you can understand from a point of view of when there was no audio and they've just seen a video of them just having a bit of a push and shove, they would have to have looked at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But with the audio... Yeah, was with the audio, audio? It, that, what, it didn't go to air, but obviously Warner was mic'd up chatting with uh, the, the commentators. Uh, and, yeah, apparently when they played it, they're like, oh, that's just two mates mucking around, having some fun out there. There you go. Yeah. What's happening in uh, the Premier League? Yeah, big weekend. So Arsenal, they've extended their lead at the top of the table to eight points, which is uh, pretty big this time of year. Uh, they defeated uh, 
Tottenham this morning, 2-0, and that's a North London derby, so that's always a good one. However, a bit tainted, a bit of uh, Melbourne victory stuff going on. Uh, a fan has kicked Aaron Ramsdale, the keeper, uh, kind of climbed up onto one of the barriers and has lashed out and uh, got him in the back. Really? What? Yeah. How did he no, get the no. keeper? Was it walking off the field or well, something? Well, no, Aaron Ramsdale kind of was uh, drinking out of the water bottle, walked and celebrated in front of the crowd, which was not his crowd, and as he's turned around to walk off, one of the fans has kind of climbed up and they got that kick close him to him. Gee, yeah. incredible! Yeah. Hey, John Millman has got two break points. Come on, Millman! So, for him, let's go. Yeah, for him. So, and uh, Man United. Yeah, so they had the Manchester derby uh, this weekend. Uh, they defeated City two one, which was absolutely massive for them. Uh, City scored early with uh, well, not early, but Jack Grealish scored first, and United to score two quick goals followed up just relentless have, pressure. Has City had the wood on them lately? Oh, absolutely. For the last, you nearly say six yeah. years, they've been yeah. absolutely dominant over them. But United really putting a side together. Really Ronaldo, did he score a couple? He's gone. Yeah, I knew. Get out of here. You. Yeah, thanks. You're right. joking, aren't testing you? Your yeah, you are. But they look so testing much you. like a better side without them. They really do. Right, yeah. Any other sports uh, we can mop up with? I've got my eye on the tennis. Oh, you love the tennis. Can I just throw in quickly that yep. the NRL clubs, are they have to video all contact training sessions now. They have to include head injuries at training. They have to treat them just like they do in a game. They're just being much more careful. Anyway, the NRL wants to collect all this data, watch videos back, about contact before they make some scientific-based decisions on just how much contact they're allowed to have at training. Yeah, really? I think in rugby, I've been told 15 minutes a week they can have a full contact. League's going, well, we don't actually know why. Right. Should it be five? Should it be 15? Should it be half an hour? Don't know. All right. Okay. Collecting data. Uh, let's do on this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I... He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Now, Badge. Yeah. Uh, you have on. gone back to back to back. Don't. Can you do it again? No. Let's go. Just, oh, no, but oh, I'm, I'm just telling you the story about this young couple who <laughs> wanted to have a traditional church wedding. So yep. they went to the priest and he said, look, one thing you have to promise me is you, you can't have sex for a month leading up to you getting married. So they came back a couple of days before the wedding, had to see the priest and he said how'd you go and they went oh for three weeks we were fine but the guy said look we my wife picked up a can of soup dropped it that's it just happened that's when it happened the priest went get out you're not welcome here anymore and he said well that's what they said in the supermarket oh. <laughs> he's delivered He's delivered. He's on fire. You can grab a podcast of the show, Sports Day New South Wales. Uh, get it wherever you get your good podcast from. By the way, Johnny Melman has broken in the fifth set. He is up Beauty. three games to one. Uh, and he's about to serve to go 4-1 ahead. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, gentlemen. Bye-bye. Goodbye.